So in terms of like embedding videos and podcasts, I would say it's not necessarily the theme that you need to look at. It's more your website hosting and how you implement those videos and podcasts. So for any website that uses video, I always recommend that the videos are hosted elsewhere. So you don't actually upload the videos to your website because they are huge files and they will definitely slow down your site. This is the Thrive With Live show, the podcast where you can learn to go live with poise, professionalism and peace of mind. Live video is the best free tool to win clients and grow your income and authority. So if you want to ditch the overwhelm and confusion to skyrocket your online success through the dynamism of live video, then you are in the right place. This podcast covers all aspects from your mindset, voice, style and personal branding to all the technology and tools you need to get started and grow with live video. And now, here is your host, Katie Simpson. Hello, hello and welcome to the Thrive With Live show again. It's Katie here. So thank you so much for being with here to us today. I I am very excited and nervous <laughs> today. I've got all those nerves, you know, because I'm excited because a lovely lady, Katrina, is going to join us and we're going to be talking about websites. She's a website expert and has been for quite a number of years now. I think it's 10 years, Katrina will let us know. And um, I'm going to bring her on. She is a web WordPress expert and has been helping online entrepreneurs bring their vision to life with stunning websites for the last 10 years. I was right. In this episode, we dive into how a website can help a content creator or podcaster and podcaster grow in your online business, um, generate more sales and improve your credibility and authority in the online space. So let me in, bring in the wonderful Katrina and I need to get some claps going. I'll just clap myself because I need to bring the sound effects up. Hello, Katrina. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Uh, I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. I don't know whether you heard, but I'm actually really nervous um, in an excited way <laughs> today. Um, it's so wonderful having a guest on. And Katrina, I've followed her for a few years. She's just gives the most amazing tips about websites. I'm somebody who is quite overwhelmed by WordPress and stuff like that. I find it quite sort of mind boggling. And um, Katrina makes things very, very simple. So you're going to really enjoy this live um, or the replay or the podcast. Let us know if you have a website. We'd love to know. So Katrina, tell us where you are, you know, where you live, a um, bit about yourself and maybe how did you get into being a website expert? Yeah, so I am based in Barry in South Wales, and I actually didn't start off <laughs> to be a website designer. Originally, I'm from England um, in Chippenham, 
just outside of Bath in Wiltshire. And I moved to Cardiff for university and I studied English language. And then my dream was actually to be a journalist. That was that was the plan, like all the way through uni. And I was looking, it sort of came to my end of year and I was looking at ways of how to get into journalism. And one of the ways was into from PR. So I'd done some work experience in PR and in marketing. And I absolutely fell in love with marketing. Absolutely loved working on campaigns and coming out with ideas and everything like that. And I'd done some experience in a marketing agency. And just, I was like, I've got to do this. Um, And so my jobs after I left university was in marketing and I worked for an IT company um, in the marketing department. And then after that, I worked in the marketing department for a medical diagnostics company. But whilst I was working, I just had like this itch. It was a bit of a like creative itch and as much as like IT, as more, not so much the IT, but the medical diagnostics company was, it was a lovely place to work, but it just wasn't very creative. There was lots of sort of like red tape to kind of have to go through. And I don't know, like I'm quite like a creative person and I just couldn't really express the creativity in that industry. So I decided to kind of do some freelance work. So whilst I was working full-time I'd done some freelance work for small businesses and I wanted to offer my marketing services to small businesses to help them but the thing that they wanted was websites they were like I'm really stuck stuck with websites I haven't got a website designer I don't know how to design websites so I just taught myself how to design websites on WordPress um my husband then boyfriend had started his own business and I created a website for him and so I thought wow I will do this for other people so I started local businesses and started off with small projects for people that I already knew and grew from there and I basically taught myself how to design WordPress websites and 10 years later (laughs) I am um, still doing it um, and helping loads and loads of businesses online and still some local businesses as well um, with their websites and it's you know just kind of developed and bring in like my marketing skills that I'd already had and you know, learning along the way. And yeah, that's where we are now. (laughs) Mm. So you're a self-taught WordPress expert, which makes you go up in my estimation even more. So I've heard that WordPress are really good for certain things. And I've, I think I've heard that they're very, uh, um, what's the word? They, They can do a, a lot you know you 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 can oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're really good for blogging and stuff aren't they so why why wordpress why not something else i don't know the other types of websites but yeah but there is like this big debate online of like what's the best website platform and it's kind of like every website designer who specializes in a particular platform will always say oh this website platform is the best whether it's wordpress whether it's squarespace whether it's wix or um you know shopify anything like that every website designer will say oh this is the best and this is the best and there's lots of people that will say wordpress is the best for seo and it's not necessarily true 
any website can be good for SEO. It's not necessarily, it's not the platform that's making it good for SEO. It's the content and how it's designed and actually like the input. It's not the platform itself. So that might be not necessarily controversial, but there might be a few people that go, that's not true. But actually, you know, that's why you have Wix websites, some Wix websites performing better than WordPress. And it's because the WordPress website hasn't been designed very well, or they haven't put any effort into SEO, whereas the Wix website has. The benefits of WordPress and why I like WordPress is the flexibility. Now, where people say that WordPress is better for SEO, and that's because WordPress has a lot more flexibility when it comes to implementing strategies or to be able to, you know, just generally implement things. So yes, in some ways it's better because it has those capabilities to be able to do the things that you want it to. And there isn't anything really WordPress can't do, whereas places like Wix and Squarespace, you are limited to what the platform is providing. But unless you use those facilities and the capabilities of WordPress, it doesn't make it any better than a, a website that, you know, on a, on a different platform. So I like WordPress because it allows a business to grow. I've seen lots of people sign up to like a Wix website, Squarespace website, and it's great to begin with. But then the business grows and it, then I want to do this with my website and it doesn't, it, I can't get it to work or um, I've got to pay more and it's costing me so much money to kind of have a course added to it or a membership added to it. Um, and I'm paying X amount of money just to have this. And it, you, you, the, with WordPress, there's not really anything you can't do. So that's why mm. I like because it kind of, you kind of, it's there from the beginning and it grows with you. You don't have to kind of chop and change um, halfway through your business because the web, you've outgrown your website. I mean, that's a positive thing, but obviously your business is going in the right direction, but you don't want to add more work to the load when mm. you're already, you already got a million and one things that you have to do. You don't want to have mm. to worry about having to switch platforms and redesigning your whole site on a whole new platform that you've now got to learn or pay someone um to do so I feel like if you start off on it then you don't have that hassle later on down the line oh cool that see guys this is why she's really really helpful so that's so good to know about WordPress not being actually you know you have to be on that platform because otherwise you'll never get seen because that's actually what I thought and that it can scale with you as much as you want. That's really good to know because redesigning a whole site. <laughs> uh, I've got zilch experience in actually knowing really what I'm doing, but I have had to redesign my attempts a number of times <laughs> on different places. Um, so, yeah, that, that's really good to know. Um, so. Katrina, what special source do you bring to what you're doing? What is it that you particularly love and particularly sort of excel at in in what you do, do you think? I think for me, I just like to simplify things down. Like I, I don't don't like complicated. <laughs> it's not I, I haven't got time for complicated. I haven't got time for, you know, 
um, you know, making things more work than it needs to be. Um, and so I try to simplify things down. I try to explain things in a simple way for people to understand because I think there's a whole section of website designers out there who like to overcomplicate website design. And it, it, I'm not, you know, denying that it is a big job. Like it is a big task to design a website. It's definitely not a five minute job and it's definitely not a once and done type of thing. It's a long term relationship you have when you have a website, but it's, it's not a dark art. It's not something that only certain people can do. And I think you can understand the basics without needing to know every single thing about a website you don't need to know as you know as a business owner you don't need to know everything about your website and every like nook and cranny but you do need to know the basics of how your website's working and that's what I try to encourage um without overwhelm is kind of to show people okay this is your website this is like the basics of what you need to know this is how you can update it this is like the strategies that you can implement yes it's a bit of time that you need to put in but you don't need to think that you can't do it because it's too technical um because it's not and I try to kind of like break that down for people to show them actually if you do it like this, you do it like this actually there's a very simple way for you to upload your blogs and actually I feel like the hardest thing about website is it's the strategy it's not actually the doing because I can show you what buttons to click to upload a blog or I can show you what buttons to click to you know change the picture or add some more text to your to your pages that's not the hardest point the hardest point is understanding what works on the websites and the strategies and the psychology behind the websites and how they work and how they get people to you know to visit your website and then mm. convert that's the hardest part but that's the part that I really enjoy as well of kind of walking people through and showing them the potential and then helping them and guiding them to show them okay for you this is how you can make your website work and these are some of the things that you need to do mm-hmm. um to do it but like I said it, it is it is a big job and it is and it is time consuming but the benefits um are, you know are huge mm-hmm. yeah so I'd like to know so for our listeners uh, most of them are creators so they create their videos on social media um and a number of them have had a podcast or are thinking about having a podcast so i'd like to know how a website can help them and i'm also thinking about what you were touching on about seo earlier you know any any tips about that so maybe we should do that as a second question i think i know what your answer will be but do you think a website can help a creator and a podcaster and how yes definitely so I think the biggest thing to remember and it's one of the things that I think anyone who's like an expert in a certain marketing strategy whether it's website design social media email marketing whatever it is that alone is never going to be the thing that's going to like skyrocket your business it's something that all these things work together and like a website is what I, I I always think of it as kind of like the glue that holds 
everything else together. It's the glue that holds like your social media, your email marketing, your podcasting, your, you know, everything else that you're doing, like your marketing strategies. It's the glue that holds all of that together and pulls it all in. Um, because how many people visit websites? You know, it, yes, social media is great and email marketing is great. But you will always have to, people always kind of like to look on websites to find out more information about a certain topic or a certain, you know, some information about a person or a service that they've seen on social media. And it's kind of like, it's it's really like Dan saying, but it's like the hub of your business, but it it really, really is. Um, And how it, it can really help to add that credibility to your business because if you're thinking about your competitors and if you've got a website that's well designed clearly laid out um got some valuable piece of information on there people are more likely to buy from you they're more likely to trust you they're more likely to to want to kind of get to know who you are and to be in your world than they are for somebody who doesn't have a website we're at that stage in time where it seems weird to not have a website anymore everybody you know it's you go to google to find out information you know you've got the phrase of i'll google it you know every piece of information is available on google and if that information about you or your services is not available on google people will then start to question possibly your credibility, um, your authority, and they're more likely to go and find the information elsewhere, which could come from one of your competitors and you've potentially lost a client or multiple clients because that information hasn't been made available to them. And I think a website is just, you know, it is a service that you're offering by having a website. You're making that information accessible to people like not everybody's on Instagram not everybody's on Facebook um not everybody's mm. on LinkedIn but everybody likes to receive email marketing and so having that website there for those who maybe aren't on those platforms or don't like to get their information in those ways it just gives an opportunity to mm. to present that information for those who like to to get their content from from websites and there are a lot of people mm-hmm. who you know, who will go on websites. You know, you hear about a business and you often, you know, yes, you go to social media, but you also go to Google and search for them on there. What information can I find out about them? Reviews about them? What are other people saying about them? Um, and if you've got a, you know, a, a well-designed website that represents your brand and, and what it is that you stand for, that will really help to... Mm-hmm encourage people to work with you and to find out more about you Mm. oh I love this conversation Um, because websites you know you can think oh that's quite a boring um, subject but Katrina makes it really relevant and important for you and not boring so Katrina we've got some questions here so Emily and um, Jim have have got some great questions which is lovely so thank you so much guys so emily says how often does katrina recommend to update your wordpress website 
So in terms, there's you know, there's a couple of ways you can update it is whether you mean from a technical point of view. So with WordPress, obviously you have your plugins to update, your themes to update. So there's like security updates. So for those, unfortunately I can't give like a time frame on those because that's all very much dependent on when these themes and plugins um decide to release their updates i always recommend logging into your wordpress website every like once a week twice a week or you know once every two weeks just to kind of like have a quick check over make sure that everything is okay um, and if there's any updates to do them that way in terms of content with blogging it's not necessarily about how how often you should do it. It's more about the consistency. So it's similar to social media. If you're talking about blogs, if you're consistent with doing a blog once a week or once every two weeks or even once a month, then do that because it's better to be consistent um, in that respect than it is to kind of be very sporadic and not obviously, it's, it's not helpful to your visitors if you're not if you're if you're all over the place with your content and they don't know when it's coming equally though the more you update your website um the better chances you have with seo and i will put that in a caveat that it's again it's not about how often you do something it's more about the quality because you could be uploading a blog every week you could be uploading a blog every couple of days but if the quality of that content is not there, it's not going to do anything for your website. So it's similar to like this whole like which platform is best. It, you know, it's not necessarily about, you know, how often you're doing something. It's about the quality and whether or not you're doing things like keyword research. Are you putting in the keywords into your blog? Are you writing about things that are um important to your visitors you know are they giving you the information you know google's algorithm talks about helpful content so making sure that the content that you're posting is actually helpful to readers um and it's not just regurgitating the stuff that's already out there because that's not helpful because you don't want to keep going from one website to another just hearing the same thing they want to hear helpful original content from you your opinions your thoughts that's different to you know anybody else so that's the kind of content that really helps so it's not necessarily about how often you should be doing it that answer is more however how how often you can be consistent but it's more about the quality rather mm. than the quality yeah brilliant thank you so much for that hope that helps emily um emily's got a really nice uh website don't know what platform she uses and jim says katrina do you recommend any particular wordpress theme especially if you want to embed video or live streams stroke podcast great question jim thank you for that so theme wise it very much depends on your technical abilities so there are themes out there i generally I like to use Divi or Elementor just because it's very easy for people to manage it uses like a drag and drop feature and it just it just makes that management of of updating content that much easier and kind of getting designs and layouts that much easier for people the downsides are is obviously there are lots of people will say oh they're 
what we call like they're very bloat they they're, they bloat websites so there's lots of stuff going on which can mean that um the website becomes slower than what it needs to be but you can counteract that with good website hosting so um in terms of like embedding videos and podcasts I would say it's not necessarily the theme that you need to look at. It's more your website hosting and how you um, implement those videos and podcasts. So for WordPress websites, uh, well, for any website that uses video, I always recommend that the videos are hosted elsewhere. So you don't actually upload the videos to your website because they are huge files and they will definitely slow down your site. So I always recommend uh, like putting them on something like YouTube or Vimeo or something like that. And then using like an embed tool, which is very easy to do. So like on Divi, there's literally, you just take the URL um, from Vimeo or, or YouTube and paste that into it. And then it pulls it from there. So it's kind of the video is playing on Vimeo or YouTube, but it's appearing on your website. So it just means that you embed it onto there. So again, so it's not necessarily the theme that's going to be able to do that. It's kind of like the, the tactic mm. of how to get that video on there. Theme-wise, like I said, it's dependent on what you like. Everybody's preference is slightly different. Um, there are, you know, majority of the people that I have taught people, I, like I've taught people how to design their own websites and I've taught them on Divi. And I'd say like 99% of people got on with it really well. There's always going to be someone who doesn't quite get on with it. And that's absolutely fine because everybody's slightly different and how they think and how they, you know, like to use things. Element is more of like a, a builder rather than a theme, whereas Divi kind of is a theme and builder all in one. So it's definitely kind of like worth looking around at kind of like the different themes that's available but those two are kind of like some of like the, the major ones that gets used but like I said for the actual videos and embedding them it's not necessarily a theme it's more the strategy yeah. of implementing yeah it. yeah so how do you get a fast host is that um that's probably completely the wrong term but how how do you make sure that you're hosting is a fast speed so that yeah so hosting is kind of like uh, a, a big topic as well so you <laughs> you see lots of people asking like what's the best host and it's just one of those questions like what's the best platform everybody's got their preferred hosts you know people will um, recommend things like bluehost or siteground or something like that for me it's always like a difficult one because I my husband has an IT company so he does website hosting so all of like my <laughs> website hosting went through him so I when I say like what's my website hosting company I'm like wow <laughs> <laughs> it's that a difficult one for me to answer without sounding really biased about things but um yeah so it's it's more about looking at the resources that's available so every website will have uh, different requirements for resources so a small website that only has like a few pages a few images and mainly text won't use as much resources as say like an online shop or um, a website that has lots of content lots of pages or lots of pictures or lots of videos and, and that kind of thing so it's all about looking at the size of your your website um 
what you need your website to do and how to how it needs to perform and then looking and making sure that the host has enough resources um to be able to manage that so looking at the amount of storage it has like it, it, this is like where it gets like quite technical and and if you're not very technically minded this can feel very overwhelming but usually the, the things I, I say to look out for is look at the, the amount of storage that you're going to get making sure that their servers are based in the country that you're basing or your audience are based in mm. if you're based you ideally want servers that are based in the UK because it sounds very strange but if you're so it's it's still like a traveling distance so like if your servers are based in America and you're in the UK and your audience are coming onto your website from the UK your website and everything has still got to travel to America to then get the response back from America. and there is a, there is a slight delay mm-hmm. and so whereas having those space in the country it does speed help to speed things up it's not like the be all or the end all of it this in a slightly different country but ideally that's what you want you want SSL certificates please don't pay for SSL certificates like if a host says oh it's an extra like hundred pounds or hundred dollars please don't pay for it <laughs> because most mm-hmm. good hosts will offer it as standard um because it doesn't cost the host and it's you know it's it's a norm now so they they shouldn't really be charging for that so you want an ssl and then obviously good customer service as well so if they're based in the uk and you're based in the uk the likelihood is that you're going to get support within the working hours that Mm. you're you're working as well it can become a little bit difficult if their services you know customer support is based in america and you've kind of got to wait for them to wake up or if they're not offering 24 7 support um, as well so there's a few things to look at the resources is what's going to give you like a fast speed um but there's lots of things that you can do on your website as well so things like making sure that your images aren't too big and you're not uploading videos um and you know in the back end of things mm. as well that you have too many plugins and things like that so there's lots of things that contribute to site speed um but yeah so looking for a, a decent host is is very key when you have a WordPress website. Brilliant. Thank you so much. I've sound I've found the sound effects. So thank you. And um mind blown. Woo. Yeah, thank you, Katrina. It's amazing. Emily likes Divi a lot, hundred percent. And she's really appreciating the full perspective and she uses WordPress Show It and UltraCart in the process of streamlining and consolidating. Wow. Well done. (laughs) That sounds complicated, but (laughs) impressive. Um, Great. So Katrina needs to go and get her little ones from school at some point. So we are going to now go into the lightning round where Katrina's just going to answer some fun questions for a couple of minutes. And then she's going to tell us where we can find her. And I'm not going to let her go until she tells us that because I tend to forget. So let's get into the lightning round. Katrina, ready? Now, let me turn the sound down so everybody hopefully can hear us. We're just the sound in the background there. Whoops. There we go. Okay, Katrina, so let's go for it. So, what do you prefer, texting or talking? Texting. 
Um, what's your favourite day of the week? Saturday. Why is that? I don't know. I was born on a Saturday. Maybe that's Aww. the reason why. <laughs> Aww, nice. Yeah, I like Saturday too. Um, do you have a nickname that your parents used to call you? My dad used to call me Ninja. I'm not really too sure why. <laughs> cool. Ah, interesting. Um, what was the last song you downloaded or listened to? Do you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, These are mega probably, hard questions. Yeah, I think it was probably it was probably on the radio this morning. I think it was the song Prada on the radio. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Um, would you like to be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Oh, talk to animals. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, what would be your favourite holiday destination? Um, probably, oh, this is a difficult one because I'm half Mauritian. So I'm like, oh, partly right. like Mauritius, but then I also really want to go to Dubai and also the Maldives. So oh, anywhere wow. hot, really. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Um, what is your super strength? Um, I'd probably say um, determination because mm. despite having lots of things <laughs> thrown at me over mm. the past few years um I don't like to give up very easily so I think that's probably my strength there yes go for it well what what sound can we have for a super strength can even hear that oh <laughs> that's an air horn for um Katrina's super strength and she's brought us some fire today so Katrina where can people find you so you can find me on instagram which is my handle is at cariad creative um you so can... c-a-r-i-a-d isn't it yeah cariad creative yeah yeah or you can just can find me on facebook i update my personal facebook rather than my page <laughs> a lot more um or you can obviously go onto my website which is www.carriedcreative.com so i've got a few things coming up keep an eye on my socials and websites because they'll all be updated with all of the new stuff that's coming out for lots of different things for various stages of business to help you with your website so that'll be yeah yeah so do follow katrina because um, she does give a lot of like sound bites and videos and things that you, you know, just a really, really helpful tip and things that you never realized before. I'll put the, it in the show notes. Um, so C-A-R-A-I-D, Cariad Creative. So thank you so much, Katrina. I've really enjoyed having you on. It's been a lot of fun talking about websites. <laughs> Such a lovely person and you give so much and um, it's so interesting, you know, the, the way that you present it and show us how it can help us and our businesses. So thank you so much. And we'll just do a little dance off um, as we go. For listening to the Thrive with Live show. If you love this podcast, do subscribe, share it with friends, and join Katie's supportive Facebook community, the Live Video Success Hub for Ladypreneurs. And let's make your video confidence and impact soar. Until next time, remember to count your blessings.